Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we're continuing our scripture reading or our devotions here through the book of Psalms. And we come to Psalms chapter 56 through chapter 60. And so I hope that you have the opportunity to go to read those five chapters of scripture. We're marching through uh, five time or five chapters a day through the book of June. And uh, we're we're well on our way here. Let me think here what day it is. Uh, June June 12th, I guess, is what today is. And so uh, we look at that. That's more than a third done. So you were more than a third of the way through Psalms. Of course, there's 150 chapters through Psalms. So I should have realized that a couple days ago, I suppose. But uh, here we are, and today we're going to be focusing in on chapters 56 and 57. So we're going to be looking at, and we're going to be talking about the idea of fear. And fear is something that is um, really something that's prevalent in our world today, whether it's uh, just fear in general or whether it's uh, more through what we might call a respectable fear, also known as worry. Um, but God doesn't want us to be anxious for anything, uh, but he wants us to take all things to him through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving and letting our requests be made known unto him. And we see this kind of an attitude once again um, in Psalm 56 and 57. And both of these were when uh, our Psalms of David, that when David was in kind of some difficult situations here, the first one uh, was when uh, David was uh, captured um, when the Philistines captured him in Gath. And the second one, Psalm 57, is uh, when Saul is hot on his pursuit. And it, and so, I mean, we, we see this here. They're both around the same time. But we look at this concept and we're going to just see that David is in the midst of things that would be really fearful. You're literally running for your life. And you're caused to go and to run into enemy territory, and enemies get a hold of you, right? I mean, this is not an easy situation that he's in. It wouldn't be a comfortable situation that he's in. And just in the context of that, we can understand something that's important uh, in your life and in my life and everyone's life, and that is sometimes you're going to be put in situations that are not comfortable. Sometimes you're going to be put in situations that are difficult, but we still have a responsibility to go and to obey God, to trust in God. But let's get into our text here this morning here. Psalm 56, starting in verse 1, it says this, Be merciful to me, O God, for I would swallow, for, excuse me, for man would swallow me up. Fighting all day, he oppresses me. My enemies would hound me all day. For there are many who fight against me, O Most High. Whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? All day they twist my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather together. They hide they mark my steps when they lie in wait for my life. Shall they escape by iniquity? In anger, cast down the peoples, O God. You number my wanderings. Put my tears into your bottle. Are they not in your book? When I cry out to you, then my enemies will turn back. 
This I know because God is for me. In God, I will praise his word. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Vows made to you are binding upon me, O God. I will render praises to you, for you have delivered my soul from death. Have you not kept my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? And then Psalm 57, starting in verse 1, it says this, Be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you. And in the shadow of your wings, I will make my refuge until these calamities have passed by. I will cry out to God most high, to God who performs all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me. Here approaches the one who would swallow me up. Selah. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. My soul is among lions. I lie among the sons of men who are set on fire, whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have dug a pit before me into the midst of it. They themselves have fallen, Selah. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and give praise. Awake, my glory. Awake, lute and harp. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing to you among the nations, for your mercy reaches unto the heavens and your truth unto the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. Now, I really want to point out here verse 3 of Psalm 56. It says this, when I am, whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. You know, that needs to be your attitude. This uh, world that we live in today, there is anxiety everywhere. There is worry everywhere, and that means that there is fear everywhere. We, we're living in a day and age when there there is more uh, anxiety and um, more uh, crippling anxiety than there has been perhaps uh, in all of history. And this doesn't mean that we live in such a time that it is uh, so bad, but it is kind of a cultural thing that people are giving into anxiety, that they're giving into worry. And there's a couple of things that I want to point out. The first one is right there in this verse, in verse three, whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. And this is the attitude that we need to have. If you are somebody who struggles with anxiety, if you're somebody who struggles with worry, if you're somebody who struggles with fear, and these three things, they're they're all really tied to fear, ultimately, or being afraid. But these three things are extremely prevalent in our culture. And if this is something that you struggle with, I would encourage you, first of all, to write down this verse on a note card and to carry it with you. I think that that is more effective than putting it as the banner on your phone or putting it in a note in your phone or something like that. But this needs to be a, a verse that you carry with you. Whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. But the other thing is, is that you need to understand that when you are afraid, you have the option 
it's it's okay to be in the midst of of scary circumstances, right? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. The, the valley of the shadow of death is a scary place. We we understand, but there's a choice that you have to make. You will either choose to trust God in the midst of this fear, or you will choose to give in to that fear and to not trust God. And David is showing us what you need to do. You need to, to choose to trust God. You know, I remember one of the times um, that I was perhaps most tempted to really be afraid was getting up and um, speaking out against, I mean, it's June, so I guess it's it's time to talk about this, right? To, to go into, to stand up against Pride Fest. And this was, um, but I don't even remember what year it was, maybe 2018, something like that. Uh, but th- there was a, a Pride Fest that came into town and I, I decided that we would go and do a prayer meeting um, the day before in the location where the Pride Fest was going to be and called uh, the Cedar Valley, where I was at at the time, uh, to go into pray, repent, and fast. Those were the, the three things that I called for us to do. You, you know, a, a really basic Orthodox thing for a pastor to go and to do, to go and have a, a prayer meeting where he invites the public to come and to repent to pray and to fast. It's it's really not that crazy of a thing. But the response was quite crazy. In fact, uh, I, you know, I was at a different event um, about a week before this where somebody came and they, they, they looked at me and they, you, you know, uh, it was actually at a gun range. We were out um, shooting uh, some guns out there and it was somebody who knew that we were going to be out there. And he, he goes, you know, and it goes and he motions for us to come over there. And so I go over there and I'm like, this is weird. I've never met this guy before. Somebody else in our group had known him, but he goes and he says, Hey, I just want to show you this. I've infiltrated the Antifa groups, uh, in the state. And I just want to show you that in their groups, they're talking about killing you. I just thought that you should probably know that. And he goes, and he shows that to me. Um, and I started getting uh, death threats then in my uh, you know private inbox on Facebook. Started getting um, threats uh, towards um, all kinds of stuff that was was coming up. Stuff that we don't really need to go into. But I, I remember the day of this prayer meeting, and I had a decision to make: what shoes was I going to wear? And I looked down and, and, you know, with my outfit, what would go with this would be dress shoes because, you know, I'm going to go and do a little bit of a devotional and go and pray and lead a prayer meeting. So I'm, you know, dressed up in uh, slacks and a uh, button up shirt and everything like that. And I'm looking down, I'm going, you know, um, tennis shoes wouldn't make much sense, but, you know, I mean, there's a lot of heated stuff. We, we know that there are going to be people who are there protesting. I've never been in this kind of a situation. It might be good to put on some tennis shoes so I could run because it's really hard to run in dress shoes, especially the ones that I had at, at the time. I mean, there's no traction on those things. But then it struck me, and that was, you know, it's the hireling that runs, and it's the shepherd that stands his ground. And I knew that in that moment, God was calling me to go and to wear the dress shoes, to wear the dress shoes, uh, to go and to, to stand my ground there and to not be afraid, but instead to trust in the Lord. 
But there was all of that temptation to be fearful, to be anxious, to have all of this stuff come up in your life. And, and you know, it, it is it, it, one of the neat things about this is that once you trust God, it's almost like a muscle that you're exercising because then it becomes easier to trust God further on down the road. There, there have been multiple times that I've received death threats, whether it is from preaching outside of Planned Parenthood's whether um, it was for doing Pagan Pride Fest, whether it was from uh, for preaching outside of Pagan Pride Fest and praying outside of it. I didn't participate in Pagan Pride Fest. I should uh, go and, and state that accurately. Um, but uh, Or whether it was uh, from, uh, you know, going and keeping our church open during COVID and all— um, all of that kind of thing. It's it's a it's one of those where tr- learning to trust in God in one area grew the trust and it made it easier. And so I do want to encourage you that no matter how small you start, if you're dealing with anxiety, if you're dealing with worry, if you're de- dealing with fear, first of all, I want you to know that you're not the only one who's ever felt that way, who's ever been anxious, who's ever worried about something, who's ever been fearful. But you have a choice to make. And if you choose to trust in God as opposed to being afraid, the next time it's going to be easier to choose to trust in God. It's going to be easier to do so. The next thing that I want to point out, uh, well, I I guess one more thing about trusting here, and then I'll get into the second thing. Um, In Psalm 57, I want to tie this into Psalm 57 as well. It goes and it says, uh, be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you. Once again, that idea of trust. And then it says this, and in the shadow of your wings, I make my refuge until these calamities have passed by. You know, it's not, the psalmist here, David's not saying that he's not going to go through calamities. In fact, he's very much acknowledging that these calamities are real, but he's choosing to trust God. And you need to understand something when you trust in God. It's like, Going and getting under the wing of God. It's like a a mother bird going and putting its wing around its young in protection of it. And you can trust in the protection that God has for your life. But the next thing that I want to point out is that there's another response that David shows in these two Psalms over and over and over again. And this is a good response to have in in a good weapon in your arsenal, especially if fear, anxiety, and worry is something that that tends to to, to creep up in your life. If it's something that that you know you get attacked with often. This is a weapon that you can add to your arsenal and that you need to add to your arsenal, and that is to praise God, to praise God. How many times, I, I didn't count, but maybe you want to go through and count, or or maybe you want to go and underline this in your Bible, but there are several times in Psalm 56 where David, after he goes and he says, when I'm afraid, I will trust in you, and then he says, in God, I will praise his word. And, and all the times that it says, I will praise, I will praise, I will praise, it's multiple times uh, through this where he goes and he talks about praising God. I will praise his word. I will praise his word. He goes and he says that multiple times. It, it goes and it mentions praising God once again um, in Psalm chapter 57. As well, in verse 9, it says, I will praise you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing uh, to you among the nations. This is something that is an incredible weapon. You cannot simultaneously worry and praise God. You can't do it. You cannot simultaneously worry and be thankful 
That's why in Philippians 4, uh, 6, it goes and it says, uh, be anxious for nothing but in everything, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We, we see this concept here that when you are praising God or when you're being thankful to God, it is impossible to be anxious and worry at the same time. So if you are somebody who is fearful, if you're somebody who has uh, worry that comes up, if you're somebody who struggles with anxiety and getting anxious, you need to really develop your worship life. You really need to spend time worshiping God. You need to be going and making time, uh, uh, probably, I would say every day, to praise the Lord, to just get alone and to sing with Him. Maybe maybe it's on your drive to work. Maybe it's on your drive to the grocery store where you go and, and you you know, turn up your music and because, uh, you know, if you're like me, you don't have a great singing voice. Maybe you got a great singing voice, but I don't have a great singing voice. So I like to turn up loud enough where I can't hear myself sing. That's always a benefit. But but maybe you got a wonderful singing voice. I don't know. But go and praise the Lord. If you're struggling with anxiety, add more praise to your life. Add more praise to your life. Become a worshiper of God. Go and really, really work on that and develop it and continue to grow in your worship of God. And, and, and another thing to point out is that this phrase, it says, I will praise his word. I will praise his word. I will praise his word. I would really suggest that you find scripture or, or excuse me, psalms, songs or psalms, that works too, that literally put scripture to music, that literally put scripture to music. You know, what one of my favorite groups now, they're, they're not I, I, I want to be careful when I say this because I, I don't want to, you know, if they ever listen to it, I don't want to discourage them. I, I love the songs that they write and, and the music that they put with it, but, but they're not always the best singers. Um, and it, they, they go on going through the book of Psalms and they're uh, adding it to scripture, but it's, it's called My Soul Among Lions, which is also taken from Psalm 57. Uh, that, that phrase there when he goes, and he says that my soul is among lions. Uh, but it's my soul among lions, and I, I would suggest just maybe checking them out. Maybe you'll like them, maybe you won't. But there's other groups too to go out there and to listen to. But if you really, really struggle with anxiety, with worry, with fear, the biggest thing that I can tell you is to develop your worship life. Become a praiser of God. Become a thankful person who is constantly giving thanks to God, because that neutralizes fear. Fear cannot stand praise. Praise drives fear out. Well, thank you for listening today. And remember Joshua 1, 8, 9 as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage, do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Oh, but even in darkness we hold to the promise There's nothing we can't overcome So that God